In the words of the Prince of Egypt, by the power of Ra. I feel like every pagan's like top five Disney movie, like in one of those spots, it's got to be the Prince of Egypt. And uh, at least it is for me. And I feel like that's because that movie, maybe because... Um, I just took the exact opposite message that I was supposed to, but that was one of my first, like, pagan awakenings. (laughs) Like, playing with the big boys now is a bop, and it really just is so alluring to paganism. So, needless to say, while getting ready for this episode, I listened to specifically playing with the big boys now on repeat. Uh, So, yeah, today... We're talking about Ra, and I want to talk about Ra for uh, primarily the reason that yesterday was the summer solstice, and it's just, you know, you around this time, you feel the power of the sun. You feel that creation and how it flows through everything, and it's like that energy is so just cosmic and true and pervasive to those of us that are open to it. So today it's raw time. It's all about raw. And I'm really excited about it because raw has always been like one of these fascinations that I just can't shake, you know, like I've got my Hades and Hecate and I I think they're wonderful and, you know, they're they're my primary deities, obviously, but there's a handful like Bridget, like Odin, that I just can't shake. I can't seem to ever be done with because they, uh, they just pull me in so much. And one of those deities is Ra, uh, especially around this time of year when I struggle with appreciating sunlight and enjoying summer because like I stated in the last episode I love rain and I love cold and I love dead but there's there's something about just standing and feeling sunlight on you that is so magical and soothing and grounding and I'm trying to appreciate that and it's it's just nearly impossible for me to not appreciate that at this time of year um, so not really any introduction today. I'm just going to get right into it. Um, before I do, obviously, take some time to get your space really set up to appreciate this sermon. Um, being outside would be preferable in a nice sunny day. Um, but if not, like, sitting next to a sunny window or if you're like me and, you know, you you do your work and you spend most of your life in a basement, turn every light on. I literally have every source of light I can possibly have in this room to try to emulate Ra's presence. But go ahead and just appreciate that space, get it to a a place where you want it. And also I want to shout out to a YouTube video that I watched while preparing for this that was so helpful for me in my research. 
It's called um, Three Ways to Worship Ra. It's on YouTube. I'll put it on the show notes, but um, the woman who, you know, put the video together and posted it, it's just so helpful and well-researched and fun to listen to. So if Ra is somebody that you're wanting to learn more about, she is a really great place to start. And so I'll go ahead and put that in the link for you to check out after this. And I did take a couple of prayers from her because I just thought they were really helpful. Uh, The first one is kind of like an invocation that she stated um, as she set her altar up and was preparing to give offerings to Ra. So I'm going to share that with you now. I call now on Ra. I welcome him into my life. I give my worship and my offerings so that he may bring warmth and growth into my life. So be it done. If you are unfamiliar with Kemetic mythology, um, it's so hard to be like truly fully aware of Kemetic mythology because throughout history it has just changed so much. And now that we are trying to reconstruct that faith system, it has changed even more that you know it's we're never going to get it 100 percent right so understanding the structure of those myths and that faith is just going to be a challenge but raw the big take with raw is that he is the sun god he is represented in the sun he has the head of I believe it's a falcon. In some cases, I read it was an eagle. But um, on top of that head, he wears the sun disc as a show of his, you know, connection and symbolism within the sun. And not only is he the god of the sun, but he is also the father god of everything else. And, you know, he... His power comes from his secret name that is not known to anyone but Isis and he when he was creating the universe he spoke the names of the different gods like the god of air and the god of rain uh, to kind of get everything kicked off with building the planet and then you know they made the earth and the sky and all life stems from Ra and his sheer powerful magic ability and his own power in creation. And I think Ra is just a guy that's hard to not just love and feel close to. Like His life brought about all other life and it's so clear when you just walk out when the the sun is prominent and you look at every every living thing if you really think about it like we would have nothing without the sun you know and we obviously we need the rain too but we would be nowhere without the creative power of Ra and the sun so I want to share with you another prayer to honor the the glory and the might and the prestige of Ra. To Ra, 
Great God of the Blessed Son, I offer my praise. O Ra, who was born of the starry night sky, O Ra, who was born as the world first emerged, I call to you, O Sun God, I call to you, O Ra, rider in the sun boat, the boat of millions of years. In the day boat, in the night boat, you travel each day through the heavens above and the world below, with the souls of the dead and the words of the living. Each day you do battle with chaos and evil. Each day you defeat the foul eater of souls. Each day you give strength through the power of Ma'at. O Ra who wears many faces, I pray to you, O God. O Ra who bears many names, I pray to you, O God. O Ra who is joined with many others, I pray to you, O God. For light and for life, I give you thanks, O Ra. Another really important part of Ra's mythos is his journey every day. You know, he starts on one end of the horizon and he rides his, you know, his mighty sunboat across the sky, gaining power. And then at the end of the day, when the sun sets, he dips into the just like so intimidating Egyptian underworld and he goes through the 12 realms with you know a handful of you know powerful spirits and deceased individuals and a handful of most powerful gods so that he can defeat Apep the the serpent god the chaos god who will you know try to destroy all of Ra's creation and he does this every day. And you think about that and it's just, it makes my heart and, you know, my tears swell that we have so many beings on our side. But just to think of the power within Ra and how he goes through this journey of riding across the sky and looking over us and sharing his blessings and his wisdom with us you know from sunrise to sunset and then after sunset he goes below and faces a mighty mighty warrior that is Apep to you know save us all from destruction And that is, like, I can't imagine, you know, I go through my, you know, bullshit trials and tribulations of my daily life, and I complain, and I complain, and it's, you know, so superficial when you you think of Mighty Ra, who was born from almost nothing, who just because he could and wanted to share his power and his glory and his might created the rest of the world and he you know he so loved that world that he committed and continues to commit to preventing its destruction by battling apep every night while we sleep soundly in our beds That's love and that's devotion to creation. And 
that's something that I I really appreciate about paganism and you know people asked me um, I feel like um, if you're pagan and you're you're out and you're loud about being pagan there are people that will inevitably come up to you and ask you to show them the way and you know explain your faith and ask you why like why take the hard road why reconstruct this long what most people consider dead religion of which you have so little accurate information like why are you taking the long way around instead of just you know accepting what you are being spoon-fed and my answer is there is no love given like the love of the old gods that love is entirely unconditional we don't have a concept of sin because the gods love us and they love us sometimes through tough love not eternal punishment but by you know kind of swatting us on the ass every once in a while and telling us that we need to get our shit together and be better and be better at you know following their steps in creation and creating our own tiny limitless universes and they just share their love of their creation freely and I I see that so prominently in the likes of Ra you know he didn't he didn't need to create the rest of the universe he didn't need to be the father of all of the gods and humanity but he was and then after he created all of you know everything literally everything he didn't need to stick around but Ra is not a deadbeat dad and Ra is not an absent father god and he you know he spent his time on earth and he was betrayed by humanity and then you know eventually sent Sekhmet to uh, like fuck us all up and and even then after all the years where he had grown old and the humans of earth neglected him and defied him and mocked him he still felt pity for our destruction he still wanted us to survive and thrive and so he called off Sekhmet you know the the fearsome warrior one of the most terrifying entities that I have ever ever run across and he spared us and continues to spare us and what did what do we deserve this for what do we deserve Ra's love for that's that's the thing that amazes me is that I I feel like we have done so little to deserve the love of the gods and they will they will give it to us freely and then we as their worshipers can return the favor and we can share our love and our thanks with the gods by then in turn offering them our blessings and our praise and our thanks and create this kind of 
symbiotic relationship. You know, as I was watching that video that I was telling you about at the beginning of the podcast, um, she showed us how she sets up her altar and then she showed us how she casts protection spells for Ra as he journeys to fight with Apep. And I, I thought that was a, a truly a very beautiful relationship between a woman and her god that, you know, she is not taking Ra's love for granted, even though he asks for nothing in return. She is giving back to Ra by making sure that while he sticks his neck out for us, he can be protected by his worshipers who love him. And I just, that's, that's beauty. And that's why I will wake up and I will choose paganism and I will choose the old gods every day, regardless of what anybody else has to say or what they may think of me or whatever the consequences may be. It's that kind of beautiful, understanding, open, two-way relationship that I'm going to go to bat for every time. I just, oh man, I love Ra. It just, going and being in the presence of the sun with no distractions and just appreciating creation and appreciating the sacrifice of Ra and his many blessings that, you know, some would argue we are not deserving of, but that we are given because we are so loved by the old gods. We are so loved by our creators. Like that that is what being sentient is about. It's not about being you know, a slave to capitalism or about, you know, trying to reinvent the wheel. It's about feeling love and feeling grateful and feeling empowered in the spirit of the gods. And nothing brings me more joy than seeing the worship of the gods arise in hearts that are hurting and longing and you know so full of love and hope and I just that this kind of reclamation of the world and reclamation of religion and spitting in the face of what we've been told to do our whole lives is just amazing I love this community and I love this world and then I think back to where it all started and it all starts with Ra you know we have been through shit at the hands of you know each other and the hands of malevolent spirits some may say and at the hands of forces that are out of our control but we always have the gods we always have Ra's creation to ground us and hold us and love us and remind us that there is so much to be thankful for and there's so much to rejoice in. Like, I I go outside and my yard is filled with clover. It's so beautiful. And I have honeysuckle bushes and the bees are abuzz and people are laughing and, you know, the sky is blue and the sun is 
bright and it's just no matter what's going on no matter how much i am frustrated with my own situation and the state of the world i can feel that love still and feel that i have someone in my corner and then i can feel empowered that i can give that love back i want to share another prayer with you really like wholesome in worship Great Lord Ra, creator of the heavens, you who is the glory of Atum, king of the lands between the two horizons, I bathe in the warmth of midday sun, and I am renewed. He who rises forth from the east, crowned in light, radiant one, whose eye is upon his brow, my heart is blessed by your light. He on his boat of millions of years, guardian of heaven who lit the world with his perfection grant me life endurance health and happiness ra the breath of life he who judged haru and set father of ma'at who drives away the darkness of night go on forever and may i see you again tomorrow i also think it's just it's just pretty neat that the summer solstice is so often around the time of Father's Day. Um, like my my paternal grandfather, who has since passed, was born on the solstice, and you know, as a matriarch of my family, and as one of you know the most prominent ancestors and spirits in my life, I would feel guilty not mentioning him. But Ra. And his glory on the solstice being reflected by Father's Day, I think is just a, like like a sweet little coincidence. And maybe it's not a coincidence, but showing that divinity in fatherhood, the divinity in creation of life, and the divinity in protecting and honoring and perfecting that life, regardless of circumstance, is a, a truly a beautiful thing that needs to be honored and cherished and there's really no no father like Ra no creator like Ra who is just like so willing to sacrifice for in many cases and for centuries now so little repayment I just I think the world of Ra and I like hopefully I can, you know, begin to start worshiping Ra more in my own practice and honoring the sun, um, despite how much of like an underworld lurker I am, and because it's it's truly worth it honoring the the little things like sunlight. You know, it's so easy to get wrapped up in fear and uncertainty and hatred and dread and sadness. But then the sun comes out, and maybe for for a minute you can think on Ra and his boat, and where he is headed, and what he is about to do for the well-being of us all, and maybe all of all the bullshit and the bad things can just be taken away on the boat for for just a second, so you can you can feel gratitude and love, and 
praise toward Ra and all of the old gods. I wanted to share with you one of the protection, uh, or I guess the only protection prayer that was shared in that video, but I just, I think it's really nice and I think it's a good way to end this episode. I send my blessings of strength to Ra to protect him from his mortal enemy so that he may overpower the god of chaos and so the sun may rise once more, so be it done. Happy Litha, happy summer solstice, happy sun time to anybody that is taking part in those celebrations or if you have your own holidays that um, maybe you would like to share. I mean, still come on over to the Discord and let's let's talk about ways of worship and let's talk about thankfulness and the glory of the gods and what we are learning from them and what we're learning from each other and just know that wherever you are and whatever you're doing and in whatever state of mind or life you're in I am so thankful to be sharing in Ra's creation with you and I'm I'm so thankful to have been created alongside of you and I think you are beautiful and amazing and so like worthy of praise and blessings and life so just thank you for listening and I, I like I hope you're just you are feeling all of the sun metaphorically and and literally and in whatever way you need to absorb the power of sun and the power of creation my name is Ethne Aeon, and this is Pagan Preaching. If you want to find me on social media, you can check out my Facebook page, that's Pagan Preaching, or my Twitter, also Pagan Preaching. If you would like to support me and what I'm doing on the show, you can purchase a tarot reading from Ethne Aeon Tarot on Facebook. Or you can send a donation to ethne-aeon on Venmo. And as always, email me at ethne.aeon at yahoo.com. And just keep jumping in the Discord and keep showing me your ways. And just keep being beautiful and wonderful and sharing this space with me. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week, and I am excited to talk to you all next time.